Hi, the Mitadelcom project is remorselessly approaching its scheduled end, but we have some podcasts still coming. Meanwhile, the print house is rumbling to produce the Mitadelcom's first book about monitoring the mediascapes. We expect to present it at the final conference in Brussels on the 15th of February. By the way, please save the date even if you cannot be in Brussels. There will be a live stream from the conference the whole day long. We have also other news. The Mitadelcom podcast got a letter from a listener, the listener. Or as it would sound more you in English, a letter to the editor. We will address this in the episode after the next. This episode will cover the topic of scenarios the consortium has been working on as from among the last issues to deal with. The interviews have been recorded in Vienna a week ago when the country teams gathered to resolve the emerging questions. The work of the project has exhibited that there are more gaps in the monitored knowledge and this has influenced the fluency of all later activities. Off we go, I'm Urmas Loit, the Media Telecom Communication Officer. For the start, I would suggest to recall our podcast episode 46, where Iona Vatani from the Romanian team touched upon the topic of scenarios. Any outcome that could um, surprise you? The scenarios are very surprising because in some parts they were counterintuitive. And this was also very exhilarating because you don't do research in order to confirm your expectations. It's very interesting and uh, uh, very rewarding to see that the data show you something that you didn't know. It was uh, surprising to uh, to see how countries that have apparently no uh, similarities, like for example Romania and Estonia, are actually sharing the same type of situations, even if they come on different paths. Ioana Vatani will be the distinguished ambassador for the scenarios also in the current episode. The scenarios are probably the most intriguing part of the project. As researchers, as academics, we are very committed to factuality, to actual facts, to interpreting information and data, and draw conclusions of what we saw, what the data reveals. Scenarios are a different type of animals. They are not predictions, they are not extrapolation of data telling us what will happen. Scenarios are an exercise in educated imagination telling us what could happen if. And the artistry in scenario building is to make sure that you get all your ifs. If you identify all the elements that can impact a certain situation or a certain process and imagine how the situation or the phenomenon will change if 
some of the initial conditions or the agents or the balance of powers will change. Once again, scenarios are not about what will happen, it's about what can happen. And you can choose of these futures in plural, what is best for your country or for your region or for yourself and see what elements you can or we or you should change in order to reach that desirable future. These are the scenarios that Media.com suggests, not once again as a prediction but as an instrument to look forward. Another conclusion of the Media.com project was that too many times we have been reactive. We as academics, as professionals, as governments, as even European Union, we reacted to challenges. We reacted to things that went wrong. I think it's high time we thought in perspective. We have to imagine what is going to happen or what can happen and be prepared for any mishaps. The Media Telecom Project Coordinator takes us even more deep into the topic of scenarios. Multiple scenarios are tools for policy analysis. Media Telecom approach is innovative in this way that we are using agent approach, which means that our main variables for building scenarios are based on different agents who have different motives to act, who have different viewpoints on certain topics, and the viewpoints also have certain distance from each other. So what we are actually trying to do is to look how change of the viewpoints or influence of one group of agents would possible change the situation, how it will change, for example, the overall attitude of different agents concerning the transparency in society. Let me explain more that if we have, for example, journalists as corporate agents who strongly support transparency, which means that they support freedom of press, freedom of information and freedom of speech. And then we have some political agents or businessmen who rather would prefer confidentiality and protection of privacy, then we can use simulations how these different groups, what kind of influence they have. And of course, there are more groups. There are lawyers, there are NGOs, there are certain public uh, bodies who are dealing with, let me say, this transparency or confidentiality issues, etc., etc. So how different corporate or primary agents influence the balance concerning the transparency as an outcome in society. We do not know what these actors will do in future. We cannot predict what is their influence, but we can build scenarios. What would be the best outcome for deliberative communication and what would be the worst outcome for deliberative communication. And for the deliberative communication, we certainly need more transparency. We need that 
overall views are more biased towards transparency and that is because the public needs as much information as possible of course trustful information it also means that public needs access to the different decision making processes etc etc this is how we use the agent based modeling which comes from computer sciences and try simulation also to build up some possible scenarios I had conversations with some more consortium members in Vienna. Michal Klovatsky represents Poland. Speaking about the scenarios, um, I think that Poland is among the countries that relies very much on politics change. On the one hand, we know that the changes of the government can have a huge influence on how we deliberate how we speak about the media. On the other hand, as we just said, we need to strengthen the citizen voices in terms of the scenarios. I believe, I'm a truly believer, that we will what we will get from the Media Delcom project is that we will learn how to experiment, how to speak in a different way. For us as a researchers is also the question on how to go beyond the theories, the normative concepts, perhaps create much more wisdom-based approaches, which is based on the empirical studies. And I think that this whole call for the scenario also relates to ourselves as researchers to produce applied research, which has not fully been the case, looking at the media and democracy studies over the last two decades. I approached also Markus Kreitler from the German team. Yeah, well, I, I, don't quote me as the main expert on, on the scenarios, but I think at the moment it's really just a showcase for what this kind of methodology can do to identify um, interests and, and, and potentials by different agent groups. But it's at the moment, at least from, from my point of view, at least looking at Germany, not something that uh, can wholly be applied so far um, because the data isn't there. talks more into the issue of scenarios. In addition to this simulation type of scenario building, we use also traditional narrative-based scenarios. And we use them concerning our case study one and one of the big issues studied by the Media Delcom, and that is the capability of monitoring media scapes. And of course, as it has been stated before, the better is the capability of monitoring mediascapes, the better are the opportunities for wisdom-based media governance. With the help of these traditional narrative-based scenarios, we are trying 
to describe possible futures for the wisdom-based media governance, the worst scenarios and the best scenarios. What we can do with these best and worst scenarios? And here I can give the Estonian example. I already conducted interview with the member of parliament, Margit Sutrop, and I asked her to comment on our worst scenario. Estonian worst scenario is that there is no any political interest towards the monitoring of mediascapes at all. And then we discussed how this worst scenario could be turned into opportunities. And she proposed different ideas. So I can summarize that with the help of this scenario, we could ask also politicians how to turn the risks into opportunities. You see, when we speak about policy recommendations, then there are different risks. But when we speak about worst scenarios, then we go and find the very basic reason and not only symptoms. In scenarios, we are speaking about the chain of conditions and we finally go to the reason. In which way the general public can look into the scenarios Media Telkom has created? I think that when we speak about wisdom-based media governance, then I would not dare to think that the general public could be very much interested. Rather, our approach shows that it is more important to think about different agents. For example, journalists, lawyers accountability, people, different officials, etc., etc. Because according to Archer and according to our approach, a general public in this sense would be mostly primary agent who is not organized enough to have certain motivation and will. When we speak about media use, then of course the knowledge about how media use repertoires change is very important because then we can see which kind of social groups use what kind of information and they they trust it. Knowledge about this enables us to perceive what kind of risks there might be in the future. And therefore I hope that we can foresee also some possible proactive activities. This was the narration about scenarios the Media Telcom project has been working upon from among the last items. A deliverable has been submitted to the European Commission as we speak. The new methodology applied needs further development. Next time we'll talk about the recommendations for media governance that as a deliverable was submitted at the end of the last year. The end of the project is labor-intensive. Two books are coming and the final conference on the 15th of February. So follow us on our channels and stay tuned to hear us soon. I'd say very soon. <laughs>